Welcome to Zichud Daf Simani Rabbi Avram Goldar and today Mazek has given Daf Nun Base the fifth Parakani Zokin. The Zichud Mazek has given program has been generously sponsored by Zichud Nishmas Chaya Hadas Basender. So the three topics we're going to focus on number one the next Mishnah states Yisomi Shesamchu Eitzel Baham Bais orphans who relied on a Baal Bais to care for their needs or Shemina Lehen Aviyeh Apitropas or if their father appointed an Apitropas for them Chayv Laase Perosem he must tithe their produce. Although Brisa teaches that an Apitropas cannot take truma for orphans the Gemara explains that our Mishnah discusses tithing l'hachil, to feed them, whereas the Brisa discusses tithing l'haniach, to store until they become adults, at which time they could tithe the produce themselves. Our Brisa elaborates on the powers of the Apitropus. He can sell various property of theirs to feed them, but not to store away the proceeds. He can also use their property to prepare for the mitzvahs, which have a cost limit, such as of sukkah and sitzvahs, for example, but not mitzvahs without a cost limit, such as tzedakah and redeeming captives. The Brisa continues to discuss his ability to litigate on their behalf, and which properties of theirs he may sell to purchase something else. Point number two, the Gemara discusses the moment of acquisition and purchases involving Yosomi. Meshok Perami Yasme, produce which was drawn from orphans' possession to acquire before payment, Yaker, if a later increase in value, the orphans can retract based on the statement of Chanilai Bar Idi in the name of Shmuel. Nixe Yosomim Harian Kehektish. Property of Yosomim is like Hektish, and is only acquired with money and not Mashiach. Drawing close, if it decrease in value, the rights of an ordinary person should not be greater than those of Hektish. Just as with an ordinary seller, the buyer acquires the item through Mashiach and sustains the subsequent loss of value, with Hektish as well, the buyer cannot retract after Mashiach, in this case, and sustains the loss of value. If orphans purchase produce with Mashiach and it increases in value, they can similarly use the advantage of an ordinary buyer not to allow the seller to retract after Mashiach. If it decreased in value, although in the parallel case of Hektish, Hektish could retract from the sale since payment was not made, Rav Shisha Braid Rav Edi ruled that the Yosomim cannot retract because no one will sell them produce without payment if the Yosomim hold both advantages for price changes. The Gemara also discusses price fluctuations after orphans buy or sell produce with money. And pointing with you, the next Mishnah states, Hametame, one is metame someone else's produce, thereby damaging it, such as truma, which can no longer be eaten. Hametame, or one who mixes truma into someone else's chulon produce, thereby prohibiting it to a non-kohen. Hametnasek, or one who prohibits someone's wine as nesach, poured for idolatrous libations. Beshogeg pater, if he did so unintentionally, he's pater from paying. Bemezid chayev, if he did so deliberately, he's chayev. The Gemara will explain the difference. Rav explains the final case to mean Menasech Mamash. He literally pours an idolatrous libation. Shmuel says Ma'arif. It means one who mixes Nesach wine into kosher wine, thereby prohibiting it. He disagrees with Rav because Menasech Kamalibidrabimine. One who makes idolatrous libations is chayv to a more severe punishment, namely stoning, than paying money. And the more severe punishment exempts him from paying compensation, the lesser penalty. Rav holds Mishas Hagbah From the moment of lifting the wine, he acquires it as stolen goods, obligating him to pay for it. Mishai ben Havi Adshas Nisuch, but does not become Chai for his life until the time of the libation. Because the monetary obligation preceded the libation, it's not exempted by the greater penalty. So once again, the three points are number one. The next mission states, Yisomisha Samchu Eitzel Baal Bais, orphans who relied on a Baal Bais to care for their needs, Oshemina Lehen Avihen Apitropos, 
or if their father appointed an apitropus for them, he must tithe their produce. Although Brisa teaches that an apitropus cannot take truma for orphans, the Gemara explains that our Mishnah discusses tithing to feed them, whereas the Brisa discusses tithing to store until they become adults, at which time they could tithe the produce themselves. Our Brisa elaborates on the powers of the apitropus. He can sell various property of theirs to feed them, but not to store away the proceeds. He can also use their property to prepare for the mitzvahs, which have a cost limit, such as who of sukkah and sisters, for example, but not mitzvahs without a cost limit, such as tzedakah and redeeming captives. The Bryson continues to discuss his ability to litigate on their behalf and which properties of theirs he may sell to purchase something else. Point number two, the Gemara discusses the moment of acquisition and purchases involving Yasomi. Meshok Perami Yasme, produce which was drawn from orphans' possession to acquire before payment, Yaker, if a later increase in value, the orphans can retract based on the statement of Chanilai Bar Idi in the name of Shmuel. Nixe Yasomim Harian Kehektish. Property of Yasomim is like Hektish, and is only acquired with money and not Mashiach, drawing close. If it decreases in value, the rights of an ordinary person should not be greater than those of Hektish. Just as with an ordinary seller, the buyer acquires the item through Mashiach and sustains the subsequent loss of value, with Hektish as well, the buyer cannot retract after Mashiach, in this case, and sustains the loss of value. If orphans purchase produce with Mashiach and it increases in value, they can similarly use the advantage of an ordinary buyer not to allow the seller to retract after Mashiach. If it decreases in value, although in the parallel case of Hektish, Hektish could retract from the sale since payment was not made, Rav Shisha Braid Rav Edi ruled that the Yasomim cannot retract because no one will sell them produce without payment if the Yasomim hold both advantages for price changes. The Gemara also discusses price fluctuations after orphans buy or sell produce with money. And point number three, the next mission states, Hametame, one who's metame someone else's produce, thereby damaging it, such as truma, which can no longer be eaten. Hametame, or one who mixes truma into someone else's chulon produce, thereby prohibiting it to a non-kohen. Hametamasek, or one who prohibits someone's wine as nesach, poured for idolatrous libations. Beshogeg putter, if he did so unintentionally, he's putter from paying. Bemezid chayev, if he did so deliberately, he's chayev. The Gemara will explain the difference. Rav explains the final case to mean Menasech Mamash. He literally pours an idolatrous libation. Shmuel says Ma'arev. It means one who mixes Nasech wine into kosher wine, thereby prohibiting it. He disagrees with Rav because Menasech Kamei Bid One who makes idolatrous libations is chayv to a more severe punishment, namely stoning, than paying money. And the more severe punishment exempts him from paying compensation, the lesser penalty. Rav holds Mishas Hagbah From the moment of lifting the wine, he acquires it as stolen goods, obligating him to pay for it. Mishai ben Havi Ad Shas Nisuch, but does not become Chai for his life until the time of the libation. Because the monetary obligation preceded the libation, it's not exempted by the greater penalty. All right, so now we go to Simidaf Nun Beis, and our standard Simon is a newbie to Yiddishkeit, a newbie to Yiddishkeit. So here goes. The newbie to Yiddishkeit named B.T. Green, who was taking the beginner's course on how to be an apitropus, learning how to tie the orphan's produce to feed them, saw the instructor had drawn an equal sign to teach that property of orphans is like hectish when it comes to sales, and turned green watching a simulation of a thief stealing someone's wine and pouring it to an idol where he had to pay and get stoned. So once again in slow motion. The newbie to Yiddishkeit, newbie to Yiddishkeit, that must be more tough. Nun Beis. The newbie to Yiddishkeit named B.T. Green, who was taking the beginner's course on how to be an apitropus, learning how to tie the orphan's produce to feed them, which reminds us, the more clarifies that an apitropus can take truma for orphans, la'achil, to feed them, but not to store away. Abrais elaborates on other powers of the apitropus, such as using the orphan's property to prepare them for mitzvahs, which have a cost limit, such as a of sukkah and tzitzes.
So the Nubit Yiddish guy named B.T. Green, who was taking the beginner's course on how to be an apitropus, learning how to tie the orphan's produce to feed them, saw the instructor had drawn an equal sign to teach that property of orphans is like hectish when it comes to sales, which reminds the Gemara discussed in the moment of acquisition and purchases involving orphans. Produce which was drawn through Mashiach from orphans' possession to acquire before payment. If a later increase in value, the orphans can retract based on the statement of Rab Chanilai Bar Idi in the name of Shmuel, Nechse Yesomim Harihen Kehektish, property of orphans is like hektish and is only acquired with money and not mashicha, drawing clothes. So the newbie to Yiddish guy named B.T. Green, who was taking the beginner's course on how to be an apitropus, learning how to tie the orphan's produce to feed them, saw the instructor had drawn an equal sign to teach that property of orphans is like hectish when it comes to sales, and turned green watching a simulation of a thief stealing someone's wine and pouring it to an idol, where he had to pay and get stone, which reminds us, Rav says the mission's case of menasich means menasich mamish. One literally pours another person's wine as an idolatrous libation. Shmuel says ma'arev. It means one who mixes nesach wine into kosher wine, thereby prohibiting it. He disagrees with Rav because menasich kamle bid rabimine. One who makes idolatrous libations is high for a more severe punishment, namely skila, stoning, than paying money. And the more severe punishment exempts him from paying compensation, the lesser penalty. Rav holds from the moment of lifting the wine, he acquires it as stolen goods, obligating him to pay for it, but does not become a chai for his life until the time of the libation. Because the monetary obligation preceded the libation, it is not exempted by the greater penalty. So once again, the new B.T. Yiddishkeit named B.T. Green, who was taking the beginner's course on how to be an apitropus, learning how to tie the orphan's produce to feed them, saw the instructor had drawn an equal sign to teach that property of orphans is like hectish when it comes to sales, and turned green watching a simulation of a thief stealing someone's wine and pouring it to an idol, where he had to pay and get stoned. All right, so now it's time for Four Blabach Hazara. Daf Memches. So the Simmer Daf Memches is a brainiac. So here goes. The brainiac, brainiac, that must be more on Daf Memches, brainiacs. The brainiac at the Going Green Conference who just presented his thesis on the recitation of Bikurim Psukim by the purchaser of land during Yobel based on his Brothers dividing inheritance of land theory, which reminds the Gemara says that Rabbi Yochan Mishalkish father positions if Kenyan Paris could Kenyan goof in a second case. Hamocher Sadeu Bizmansha Yovel Noeg, one who sells his field during a time when Yovel is enforced, Rabbi Yochanan says the buyer brings Bikurim and recites the Psukim, and Rishakish says he cannot recite them. Since the buyer will have to return the field in Yovel, his ownership is essentially only a right to its produce. Rabbi Yosef demonstrates Rabbi Yochan's opinion is reflected in his position that Achin Shechalku Lukuchosen, brothers who divide an inheritance, are considered buyers of their portions. So the brainiac the Going Green Conference, who just presented his thesis on the recitation of Bikurim Psukim by a purchaser of land during Yovel, based on his brother's dividing inheritance of land theory, was overshadowed by the brainiac proudly showing off his three different grade lands for different types of creditors chart, which reminds us the fifth paragraph begins, Hanizakin Shaming Lahembi Idis. Losses of damaged parties are assessed and then paid with superior quality of land of the responsible party, and a creditor of a standard debt, such as a loan, is paid with average land, and a woman's ksuba is paid with inferior land. Ramirez says even a woman's ksuba is paid with Beninese. So the brainiac at the Going Green Conference, who just presented his thesis on the recitation of Bikurim Psukim by a purchaser of land during Yovel, based on his brother's dividing inheritance of land theory, was overshadowed by the brainiac proudly showing off his three different grade lands for different types of creditors chart, who explained the Talmudic discourse whether Edis is assessed based on the property of the Nizak. Or Mazik, which reminds the Gemara brings the is where Bishmon Rekiva how Edis is assessed for damages, if Bidamazik Shaminin or Bidanizak Shaminin, whether it's assessed according to the damager's property or whether it's assessed according to the damaged party's properties. Daf Mem Tess, so the similar Daf Mem Tess is meat and we often use a butcher 
in the simmons. So here goes. The butcher, butcher, that must be one of Memtas, meat, butcher. The butcher with the green apron, who was visibly upset when the ox he was going to shech, scored an ox of hectish requiring to pay from his edis, which reminds us, Rabbi Kiva holds it with Rishim ben Manasi, who said, Shorshel hectish shenagu shorshel hedya patr. If a hectish ox gores a commoner's ox, hectish is patr from paying. Bishel hedyot shenagu shorshel hectish. But if a commoner's ox gores hectish's ox, bang tum ubang muad, whether his ox was a tum or a muad, Mishalm nezek shalm, he pays full damages to hectish. He interprets the drasha of Shore Ehu as teaching that the distinction to half damages for a tum only applies to a friend's ox, but damages to Hector's ox are always paid in full. So the butcher with the green apron, who was visibly upset when the ox he was going to shecht toward an ox of Hectish, requiring him to pay from his edis a derisa payment that dissuaded some local gazlanim and chamsanim from their pursuits, which reminds us, although the payment from edis is actually a derisa, Rabbi Shimon he did darsh time of the crust. It is the opinion Rabbi Shimon usually darshans the reasoning of the Pasuk, and he's saying the Torah required paying damages from edis for a tikkun olam. In a brice, he explains the benefit because of robbers and extortioners. So a man will say, why should I steal or why should I extort? Tomorrow, Basin will come and seize my property and take away my best field. So the butcher with the green apron, who was visibly upset when the ox he was going to shecht, Gordon Ox of Hectish, requiring him to pay from his edis, a derisive payment that dissuaded some local gazlanim and chamsanim from their pursuits, was jealous when he heard some yusomim telling Amana she could only collect her ksuba, from Ziburis, which reminds us. The Gwar explains that there's an additional Chiddush in teaching that Aksuba is collected from an orphan Ziburis. I might think that because of favor, as Rashi explains, better collections rights as an incentive for a woman to marry, the rabbis were make on a ladder to collect from Bainanis. The Mishnah teaches that this isn't so, and that even Aksuba is collected from Yusom and Ziburis. There's a Malchogs whether she collects from Bainanis or Ziburis when it comes to collecting her Aksuba from her husband. Dafnun, so the Simmer Dafnun is a non-stop flight. So here goes. The disappointed Balchov, who was on a non-stop flight, non-stop flight, that must be on Duff. None. The disappointed Balchov, who was on a non-stop flight in a small green airplane, to identify the Ziburi's land he was going to collect from adult Yasomim, which reminds us, the Gemara concludes that the restriction to only collect Ziburi's from Yasomim includes adult Yasomim. So the disappointed Balchov, who was on a non-stop flight in a small green airplane, to identify the Ziburi's land he was going to collect from adult Yasomim, flew over some gifted Bainini's properties he couldn't collect from another debtor who had some unsold Ziburi's field. Which reminds Ravachotvay Bar Ami asked, can a creditor collect from gifted properties where unsold properties are available. He explains, was the enactment which required collection from unsold properties made because of the loss of purchasers? But in the case of a gift where there is no purchaser's loss because the gift recipient paid nothing, there is no enactment protecting his land from collection. Or perhaps we say if the debtor had not received some benefit from the gift recipient, he would not have given him a gift. Therefore, Matana is considered like a purchaser's loss. So, the disappointed Balkov who was on a non-stop flight in a small green air plane to identify the Ziburi's land he was going to collect from adult Yasomim, flew over some gifted Bainanese properties he couldn't collect from another debtor who had some unsold Ziburi's fields, and noticed a buyer of a stolen field down below collect compensation from the seller for the produce that was seized after his purchase, which reminds us, the Mishnah Daf Memeches Amabes taught that although a buyer whose purchase land was later discovered to have been stolen by the seller may collect the purchase price from properties which the seller had subsequently sold, produce which grew in the field after the purchase can only be collected from the seller's own property. Two explanations are given here. Ula said in the name of Reishlakish, Lefisha and Kasubim, because they're not written in the original purchase contract. Bechina said Lefisha and Kasubim, because the amount of potential produce is not fixed. Purchasers cannot protect themselves from later collections 
if they have no way of knowing how much property to leave with the seller. Therefore, produce can only be collected from the seller himself. Dafnun Alf. So the simmer Dafnun Alf is a beaver because beavers gnaw. So here goes. The man whose beaver team, beaver team, that must be more on Daf. Nun Alf. Gnaw. The man whose beaver team built a green dam on stolen property he purchased and was unable to collect from property the same seller sold to another prior to these improvements, which reminds us, Rabbi Nassim says, when is it true that compensation for the improvements are only collected from the seller's property? Only when the second purchase preceded the improvements of the first purchaser and the obligation to compensate for them was created thereafter. But if the improvements of the first purchaser and the obligation to compensate for them preceded the second purchase, government he does collect from the sold properties in the second purchaser's possession. So, the man whose beaver team built a green dam on stolen property he purchased and was unable to collect from property the same seller sold to another prior to these improvements had to swear when he denied finding two beaver pelt purses tied together and said he found only one, which reminds us the Gemara explains the distinction between a case where one is accused of finding two purses tied together and he claims he found only one purse and one accused of finding two oxen tied together and claiming he found only one. So, the man whose beaver team built a green dam on stolen property he purchased and was unable to collect from property the same seller sold to another prior to these improvements had to swear when he denied finding two beaver pelt purses tied together and said he found only one, but did not have to swear when he was motive but mixes and told his accuser, a man of your father's was in my possession and I paid him half of it. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings in Malchuk is whether the rationale why one must swear in a case of motive mixes us, that it's presumed that a person is not brazen enough to completely deny his debt to his creditor's face, applies in a case when one is motive but mixes us to the creditor's son. Rebelezer ben Yaakov holds that a person is also not brazen enough to deny the whole claim to the son and therefore must swear, whereas the Chamim hold, he would be brazen enough and therefore partial admission is likened to him being Meshiv Aveda, returning a lost object. All right, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which stuff do we have in Malchuk is about Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Agouf, regarding buying land while Yovo is in forest? That's on Duff. Memchas. Good number two. Which stuff do we have Yasomin, Harihen Kehektish, property of orphans, is like Hektish? That's on Duff. None base. Good number three. Which stuff are two explanations given as to why produce which grew in a stone field can only be collected from B'nai Chorin? That's on Duff. None. Good number four. Which of the one not Petropas can tithe on behalf of Yosomim in order to feed them, but not to store away the produce? That's on Duff. None base. Good number five. Which of the one one is high full payment when his ox gores an ox of Hagdish? That's on Duff. Memtask. Good number six. Which of the one the distinction between one admitting he found one of two purses tied together where he has to swear, and the case of admitting he found one of two oxen tied together where he does not have to swear? That's on Duff. None off. Good number seven. Which stuff do we have Malchokas if Kenyan Paris Kenyan Aguf regarding bringing Bikurim and reciting the Bikurim Pesukim? That's on Duff. Memzine. Good number eight. Which stuff do we have Malchokas about the case of one being Manasseh, someone else's wine, and if it's a case of Kimle with the Rabbi Minei, that's on Duff. None base. Good number nine. Which of the one Rabbi Nassim holds that compensation for improvements are collected from the purchaser's property when the second purchase came after the improvements of the first purchaser? That's on Duff. None off. Good number ten. Which stuff you have a question if a Balkhov can collect from gifted properties where unsold properties are available? That's on Duff. None. Excellent. That concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Yavram Goldham Zichur wishing you a great day and great learning.